that's that's a good icebreaker when it's like someone yeah. gels with some something that could easily be awkward. It's like you've passed the test. Yeah, and you know what? I want people to know what they're getting into right out of the gate, which is which is a a a deadless experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> DLC stands for Dadless Love Content. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Dadless <laughs> Love Content. I don't know. Holy <laughs> shit. That's you gotta incredible. buy the expansion pack. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. Running That's... singleparent.exe. <laughs> <laughs> that stays in the episode. <laughs> oh my god, Veronica's got that. Expansion pack. <laughs> For now. For now. Hello! Hello! It's happening again, We're but this time, it. it's kind of different. It's kind of different, yeah. It's very different. It's the most different. So It's far. not that different. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Uh, in the mood for chaos, and it is technically a Riverdale recap podcast, but not so much this week. Yeah, this week we're doing something a little different. This is what the um, professionals call a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> and what others? I'm sorry for using all these technical terms. <laughs> yeah, a bonus episode. Y'all. A boner episode. Oh no. <laughs> I hope not. It sounds like kind of all of them have been so far with the amount of skin they're Ugh. making everyone show. Yeah, so yeah. last uh, last episode last week managed somehow to claw our way to the end of season one. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to try and fix it. That's pretty ambitious. Yeah, uh, we're going to we're going to rework it. We're going to overhaul it kind of maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But we're going to we're going to discuss some points we're gonna see if we can uh make make it better that'd be good maybe yeah i'm miranda uh i have never seen an episode of riverdale but i do comic things with archie and learn things that i don't want to even so (laughs) learn things that i don't want to of my own volition (laughs) uh and i'm evelyn and i've seen every episode of riverdale and, um, you know, I will remember what? you. And next will week, you remember me. That's right, folks. Skeet Ulrich. Gone. Oh! Done. Finito. I, I, you, I did not. I was happy to sing, but I was confused. <laughs> We're also referring to season five, which is being filmed. Yeah. Skeet Ulrich, I assume, is in seasons two through four. Yes. Um, yeah, no, Skeet Ulrich will reappear in the podcast. Yeah. Not in the podcast, but, um, you know. Yeah. He, uh, he's done with Riverdale. He's finished. I wish we were. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not. We signed the blood oath. <laughs> <sighs> um, but yeah, he's, uh, he's done He's not on Riverdale anymore as of season five. No. Which uh, is too bad because he was kind of really the only bearable character left. Damn um, it. So I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> is this the season that like fully breaks you? It just might be. Because all the dads are gone? Yeah. Yeah. DLC. Yeah. 
Well, much like Riverdale, though. We are <laughs> gonna try and tell a story. <laughs> gonna fucking try. <laughs> yeah, uh, so we've got sort of... This is gonna probably be pretty loose and soundboardy. Yeah, loosey-goosey. Um, I th- you have, like, way more than I do, because I procrastinated too much and then got too busy. <laughs> I have a lot that's, like, background, like info about individual characters because i'm very bad at thinking large scale okay. that's why i'm excited to do this with you because you've done much more like actual world building long-term storytelling than i have hmm. like with like with books like what is, <laughs> like have you heard of books <laughs> have a, hello a book but i i i what tend to stick book? with really it's like i'm gonna focus on this emotion and write a little poem about it or whatever and i no, i don't think that's bad but it's like Good. that's not what this is and so that's i'm glad right. that um you're here <laughs> i mean this podcast would not exist without both of us very true so uh you know, it would be weird if one of us were just gone. But I do appreciate that. And I'm very, I'm excited. I'm, I feel, I mentioned to you before, I feel weirdly nervous. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't really know why. Now there's, now, because now there's stakes for us. Because we spent 13 episodes being like, that was shit. And now it's like, oh yeah, we'll make Prove it not it. shit. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see yeah. what happens. So do we want to just sort of general things off the top we're working with yeah like criteria yeah so i I mean basically i think it was gritty reboot of archie yeah 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 noari yeah i um figured like try to keep the same general like tone tone the same general plot Mm. as riverdale with some changes okay you know. Yeah, and um, also, they apparently are not using the new Riverdale canon, because the whole, the whole series was relaunched in, I think, 2015, 2014, yeah. 2015, and there were some pretty significant changes made, okay. but they purposefully stayed away from that, apparently. Interesting. Yeah. Why? Do you know? I don't know. Oh, okay. I, I don't know, because, like, they update it. He, uh, just, they just wanted to stay as close to the source material as possible, <laughs> <laughs> while also completely desecrating it. Yeah, desecrating, that's a good word. <laughs> um, can you do both? Riverdale says yes. <laughs> Riverdale says you can certainly try. <laughs> Oof. Do we want to just sort of jump in? I think so. Okay. I think let's jump in. So it seems like the starting point for this would be, like, what Riverdale seemed to present itself as, at least off the top, is a murder mystery. Yes. Jason Blossom has been killed. Yes. Who killed him? Yes. That's not really, like, their priority already, <laughs> yeah. as of, like, two episodes in. No, But no, if no, we're no. sticking with that, <clears throat> I, I think that's compelling for... Um, like a mini, a mini series sort of thing. I think we both talked about this. Yes, that was that was my first thing that I wrote down. Actually, was that I wanted to do like, uh, like we don't need thirteen episodes. No. Like that's unnecessary. So yeah. much of it is like filler shit anyway. Um, and like yeah, like we've both talked before about how there's just little sprinklings of Jason's murder throughout the season, and then everything suddenly ramps up at the end. Um, and kind of snowballs. I think the I think Jason's story could have been told much more effectively in a shorter format. I was thinking, yeah, like mini series between four and six episodes. I was thinking the same <laughs> thing. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I, I literally wrote 
Not 13 episodes. Why do we have 13? Completely unnecessary. Why could do we probably, have <laughs> Could probably be accomplished in four or five, and then later I added or six. <laughs> yeah. Especially because I think it's difficult to pull off a murder mystery, which is so, like... If you're doing, like, an Agatha Christie type thing, which people seem to, which seems to be sort of a standard format, it's like, here are the suspects, here's the detective, we don't really leave that world, Yeah. but this is an ensemble. And here's the thing about Agatha Christie type murder mysteries, too, they're They're not about, they're great, (laughs) they're excellent, but they're not about, like, the focus isn't on characterization, the focus is on the murder Mm -hmm. and the mystery. Um, and you get a sense of what the suspects are like, but it is pretty much only in it's regards pretty, to motive. Yeah, exactly. And um, I think for our um, overhaul, we need to maybe steer away a little bit from the generic murder mystery. Yeah. Because um, they do want to focus on characterization. And that's fine. And that's great. But it's very difficult to do both. Yes. And our crowning question, And they don't why? even do a good job of either. <laughs> no. Because they're yeah. trying so hard to do both. Yeah. So. And also, I think my first, sorry, my first note is um, we just cut our losses and turn it into the musical River Dance. Okay. <laughs> when I was a kid. Oh my God. I was obsessed are you serious yeah with river dance with river dance that's good shit <laughs> it was great shit those i will never be over that satisfying sound like of a tap shoe yes but I, specifically of the irish dancing shoes okay when i was young i was like obsessed with being nude oh my God. like and but i had these like patent leather shoes and i loved river dance so i would just like be naked except for my patent leather shoes standing in front of the tv trying to river dance that is the <laughs> I do not say this lightly because I don't say this. Big mood. <laughs> and I would, I would, I also, well, no, no, um, I would do that, but I would dance to a different tap number. I would dance to Step in Time with a stuffed animal from uh, Mary Poppins. That is the sweetest My imaginary thing. friends when oh I was God. little were, weirdly enough, both tap dancers. Oh, I was that's fr- incredible. And they were on the ceiling, you see. They tap danced on the ceiling. Sure, why not? The chimney sweeps from Mary Poppins and real life tap dancing brothers, uh, the Nicholas Brothers. <laughs> I love that. That's incredible. Aren't you glad we've put ourselves in charge? First thing Riverdale needs more tap dancing. But once again, merge. Both obsessed with tap dancing. What is it mean? Um. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah. it's a self-contained thing. Yeah. I think, yeah, cut it down by a lot. Which also, like, I find that this is another tangent that I'm mm. going on. And I'm sorry. I don't know why I said that don't so be. aggressively. <laughs> and I'm Don't at her. And I'm fucking sorry, okay? <laughs> you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you didn't want to hear all our fucking tangents. <laughs> but, um, uh, I, I find that to be the case with, like, a lot of long-form media, Mm. where, like, it can easily be cut to about half its size. I did not realize how much I appreciated... (laughs) There's there's a particular podcasting, um, like, company Mm -hmm. that I'm just... consumes my creative life. Um, (laughs) But what's... With the exception of one that's, like, an actual play, the other mapped-out story ones they have, even... 
the ones that are scripted and the one that is like semi improvised. Yeah. They make a point of being like, this is how long this will be. This is where it ends. We know how the story is going to end. Yes. And it's so, <clears throat> it's, it, it's, it's such a sense of like ease as a listener where it's like, I can trust that yes. you know where you're going with this. Yeah. And well, also like, I feel like you're doing such a disservice to your mm. characters and to your yes. your story itself when you go for too long. Like, how do you know you can how do you know where an arc is going to go? Yeah. If, yeah. If like there's no end in sight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I read this book um this, only one only one I've only ever read one book <laughs> and I hated it so I never read another book <laughs> again. Um, no, but it was, like, this science fiction book that was, like, 700 fucking pages. Oh, God. And easily, easily could have been cut down to about 300. Easily, and it would have been a much more effective and engaging story. Was it by Victor Hugo? (laughs) No, I can't remember, I can't remember the the guy's name. Mm. Uh, I, I'll have to figure it out, but. George Lucas? No. Um. (laughs) But, yeah, I think, um, I think one of the major things for Riverdale. Mm Mm-hmm is to cut it down significantly because there's so much fluff, there's so much unnecessary bullshit that doesn't actually amount to anything. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like, it it bogs down the actual story, the actual plot of the season, which is that Jason, a, like, a boy was murdered. And the emotional... There was a boy murder. <laughs> boy murder. <laughs> and the emotional stuff yeah. is not tied in with the murder. So, like, we're not invested because of that because the Blossoms whole thing is... They're stone cold. Yeah. But that's never, like, addressed. It's a little bit with Cheryl. Yeah. And then you decide to sum that up with attempted suicide. Yeah. And even that, this should have been Cheryl's story. I have been thinking about that for all week. (laughs) I think I wrote it down your direct quote when I was editing last week. Because I was just sort of like, oh my god, oh my god, she's right. And I mean, even doing this, for as much as we've been like, what the fuck is Archie up to? I was really struggling to put Archie in this. And the thing is, it's okay to tell Cheryl's story from another point of view, Mm -hmm. like from another character's perspective, but it should have been Cheryl's story, and it so vastly was not her story. Yeah. So I think that would have to be a major change, a much heavier focus on Cheryl. Yes. um, And how it's affecting her. And yeah, tying in other characters' emotional reactions to Jason's death, having that be the center point of everyone else's um, emotional arcs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think would be good. (laughs) Um, This is, I'm trying to keep it pretty, uh, for like the general ones I have, because otherwise I'm going to get too nitty gritty too fast, and that is my great creative weakness. Um, (laughs) No, I love getting nitty gritty though. Let's do it. It's, yeah, it's really, it's fun, but again, like I'm even thinking of in terms of a smaller Whatever. Fair, um, fair. My first notes, yeah. um, cut the incest, cut the Grundy. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. We don't... Not necessary. I, we don't need either... I'll understand that she misses her brother. Yeah. Even if you don't imply they were fucking. Yeah. Nay, I'd prefer it if they weren't. Vastly <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Um, yeah, especially the, the Grundy thing. It's just kind of like, why? And also... The fact that the way that's presented to us, it's not presented as severe of a problem as it should have been. Like, no. Grundy, 
and especially like the implication at the at the end, like how it's kind of open ended, like oh she's gonna yeah she's still around, else. like and okay that's fine to do. I think it's okay if you leave her story a little open ended, like you know she's going to prey on on someone else. Like that's kind of the way the world works a lot of the time, and it's shitty. But like I think that does allow for like an interesting um, like point about the world and about people. Um, but at the same time, like, you have to address what happened for what it is, which was child grooming. Yeah. Well, and even then, which has nothing to do with Jason, except for they implied she was doing it science shit or whatever with, with Jason. And yes. then never picked it up again. Yeah, exactly. Like, that was your in. Yeah, and that could have been something, too. Like, but, maybe Grundy could have been a, a major suspect. I mean, when I was first, yeah, when I was first doing this, I was like, okay, if we keep that, that's a huge part of the season. It yeah. is. And Grundy did it because mm -hmm. she was afraid Jason was going to tell. Yeah. And then I was like, I just don't want that necessarily. That's really fair. Why does and this have to happen at all? If we are cutting this down to between four to six episodes, uh, that we probably don't need Grundy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree with all of that. And, yeah. Yeah. God <laughs> um, damn it. Here's, here's something that also has to do with, with Jason mm -hmm. that I was thinking of. So, we do see um, flashbacks yes. of Jason. Yeah. He never speaks. Nope. They, they're all in complete silence. I think we, okay. I think that episode one yeah. should either end with Jason's death being announced. Like, it, it should... We should have Jason <gasps> yeah. start alive and yep. then show the events, or not like necessarily all the events, but show him interacting with people and then kill him at the end. Nice. Or um, I think we could start at the same point Riverdale does, but incorporate actual flashbacks throughout, like yeah. regularly throughout, showing Jason and actually like... Like, actually showing him and hearing him have conversations and have connections with other characters. Maybe in place of Jughead's narration, because I don't understand why this has to be a book. Um, and if it's yeah. a book, I don't understand why it's Jughead writing it, because Betty's the diarist. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, I was thinking, like, flashbacks, maybe even tying it in with, like... We could even do both, honestly. Yeah, the, the character that we start any given episode with we show an interaction between them with Jason to good. show what he meant to them. That would be really good because as it stands, it's really hard to care about Jason's death because we don't really know what kind of person he is. Like we don't like we hear stories about him. He's a pretty him. statue. Yeah, like literally he, he's a plot point and yep. that's his entire purpose. But if we show him it, like actually interacting with characters and having conversations and having connections. Um, I think that would make us as viewers care a lot more about his death yeah. and about the other characters' reactions to it. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one of that was one of my major things. Is, yes. Um, uh, yeah. Like actually, actually show who Jason is mm. <laughs> and not just make a make a person maybe make make a make a human boy human boy yeah. Human. Yeah. This is a smaller thing. Um, explain the names. Explain um, if the names. We're, if we're setting this current-ish times, yeah. it's kind of cute to be anachronistic where it's like there's this like 50s diner thing. I need to know why this kid is called Jughead. I need to know why this kid is... Like, yeah. I, yeah. There's some stuff. I mean, like Archie, Archibald, whatever. Jughead, Jellybean, that's... That's a really good opportunity for a character thing. Yeah. And I would like, I I feel like 
that deserves some justification. Especially because we learn later on that Jughead's real name is Nime? Name? <laughs> his real name. <laughs> his real name. Uh, we learn that his real name is Forsyth. Yeah. So how did he, like, get the name Jughead? Yeah, and I had a thought about that in terms of my little, like, character breakdown of him, but that's, again, that's a really good thing because it's a parallel with his dad. It's like... Yes. He's, n I think in the comics, it's... Um, he doesn't like the name, but this is a very, I feel like, good opportunity for a rejection of his dad. It's like, mm -hmm. I don't want your presence and I don't want your name. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Which is also really interesting if the same thing happens with his sister. If he gives her mm -hmm. a nickname and mm -hmm. it's like she doesn't get to have it either. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like that. That's good. That's good. Some good shit. Um, okay, so this also has to do with characterization mm. um archie should be actually relevant yep <laughs> um i know that like hot take <laughs> I, hot take uh, controversial opinion um i know that like uh our dear friend roberto um like archie isn't his favorite character i do think that because this show is based on the archie comics and because he is like a central figure somehow in the narrative even though it has nothing to do with him um he should be more prominent so, I mentioned this in a past episode. I think Archie should have, like, been on the football team. I think he should have seen Jason, like, kind of as, like, a, like someone to look up to. Absolutely. I think if we were to do, um, <laughs> if we, <laughs> um, I think, uh, I think if we were to do, like, uh, I mean, either, either way with episode one, like, either have, like, an end with Jason's death or just have, like, flashbacks throughout, um, I think we could show a lot of scenes of Archie talking to Jason, you know, um, s sort of trying to impress him. Yeah, um, emulating. Emulating, and then that would, and then that would play in also to Archie getting Jason's number. And then I to forgot Ar about that. And then to Archie giving the jersey to Penelope. <sighs> Oof! Forgot. I think that would do a lot yeah. as a whole. It would make Archie far more relevant. It would make him actually emotionally involved in the murder. Um, and then I also think that it would um, make more sense for him to be acting out at home, which he does kind of do a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, and the way they present it in the show, he it's just kind of like Archie's just kind of being a dick. Yeah. And I think if um, Archie was more like emotionally involved in the murder, um, in this murder of his his idol, mm -hmm. um, then it would make more sense for him to maybe suddenly be struggling with the divorce and finalizing the divorce, that, yep. um, the drinking, um, the sneaking out yeah. at night. I think that would make a lot more sense. So, um, and then also a really cool thing we could do is um, because, and we talked about this too. When when people die, yeah. you tend to. Um, like the the more negative aspects of their personality, you know, the fights you got into, the you know, the whatever. What bugged you? Yeah. Yeah, it tends to all be erased. You just idolize that person. I think you like it, this could be a really cool opportunity to do something like that with Archie, sort of um, recovering from Jason's death and realizing that Jason was a human and mm -hmm. made mistakes and was kind of shitty sometimes, just like we all are. Yep. Um, I I think that would um, <laughs> I think I think just making that change, just making 
Um, Archie, sorry, I'm talking a lot. No, um, no, no, no. <laughs> no, I just, I think that it would, um, it would allow for some really interesting character depth for everyone. Yep. So that's, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I am on, I have very similar points regarding that because I took most of my Archie points from you saying that, like, why didn't they have him in, like, any way related to Jason? And it would have than... been so easy. <laughs> Which is the part that kills part me. My... <laughs> I tried to sort of justify, cause, because it is hard to fit Archie into this, which is unfortunate because it's based on a comic about him, and we keep coming back to this, and it's like, even when you look up descriptions on, um, like, Wikipedia or whatever, mm. or I've looked up a bunch of character summaries now, just to see sort of how they're boiled down. Yeah. And with him, it's always like, he's really nice, he always wants to help, Yeah. he's loyal, and he's a klutz. Yeah. There's, like, no... There's just as much depth there as there is with Veronica, who's, like, rich and wants money yeah. and th finer things in life. But he's... I guess his traits are good, quote-unquote, mm -hmm. so he just sort of scoots by. Yeah. Um, and I... <sighs> but even that, like, I don't know. Like, you can do so much with that, too. Because yes. he's, you know... By by um, making him, like, care more about Jason, because his thing also is that he kind of tends to see maybe more the good sides in people, mm -hmm. you know? And you could do something, like, you could do a lot with that. Yeah. Like, have Archie learn, like, oh, shit, like, the the world's not as good as I thought. Um, and then, like, really struggle with it. Mm -hmm. and, and have, like, try to come to terms with, um, with that and his own feelings about it. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, is, yeah. <laughs> yes. I, this is probably going to get more into, like, my overall sort of vague idea of why this would exist. Yes. Because we don't really know at this point. We don't know why this has to be, um, these characters, other than that they're really recognizable and gritty reboots are fun. Yeah. So I sort of came at it from the angle of, it's not called Archie, it's called Riverdale. Yes. So maybe we use these characters mm -hmm. to tell a story about that generation mm -hmm. that has a lot of reason to be really frustrated yes, and really troubled, even mm -hmm. without the death of someone in the community. I kind of like the idea that this is less about all this different shit that's like really weirdly accurate and confined to a specific specific group or pair of characters and in general it's like people have to confront that the like oh this is the ideal cutesy little town life yeah there's really there can be really insidious stuff there and i think they sort of try and get at that with like fred or whatever with like the and the heart of innocence died that day or whatever and it's like yeah. well what if what if we really look at that how does this small town in america feel about a lot of hot button issues mm -hmm. can be focused on that for more than like two seconds yeah yeah and like they kind of try to do that mm. in the um the like chuck dark betty well episode yeah. and they don't do it well but um no yeah no i i agree i think i mean uh, yeah i yeah. think i had i think i had like each of the kids i tried to sort of imagine like a a situation that is realistic that you could go through mm -hmm. and Jason's death just compounds this not because it's like we all have secrets but it's like already things feel so shaky when you're about to leave high school that was my other point they're not sophomores they're seniors um what 
No, that was what I would do. Oh, I thought you know. <laughs> make I was them like, wait. No. What did I miss? <laughs> no, I would make them older because yeah, they really are mm. right on the brink of. Yes. They have to decide what they want to do. Everyone in life, every everyone in this small town mentality and elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As soon as you get you hit high school, people are like, "What do you want to do?" Yeah, and it only ra- oh, the pressure that, only ramps up. Yeah, that works so well too with Jason's death you and know, Archie, I think, and Archie, yeah. yeah, and I think that maybe we could use that like um, Archie sort of wants to help everyone, loyal friend. I think we could use that as like a he tries to help everyone else to avoid his own problems. Yes, I like that. Um, I like that a lot. I had him specifically uh, bonding with Cheryl. Ooh. Because they yes, because they both looked up to Jason specifically with her. I like I still like that he was like the only buffer between her and her parents, and she wasn't really wanted. I would love to play that up more too. And because in our version, yep. <laughs> um, I also had um, this is one of those detail things. Just like really, but um, I had that it's revealed that Archie really looked up to um, Jason mm-hmm. to the point where Archie is not a natural redhead. That he's been dying his hair, oh my which makes it less creepy when he and Cheryl bond. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I and also explains the freakish red hair. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I yeah that it's the the emulation sort of goes that far. Mm-hmm. Um, I also had the parents on the brink of divorce. Mm. So that like there there's like a, that is that works with this because everything is so liminal. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I think maybe it's like his parents are really still like loving with him and whatever, but yeah, they're not communicating with each other and he doesn't know how to fix that, but he wants to, but it's yeah. also now it's hard to be at home, but where else is he going to go? Right. Yeah. And, yes. and what is he going to do with his life? Uh, Vegas is there too. And he's great. That's the last note I had. I think was Vegas is a good boy. You know what? I, <laughs> I agree <laughs> with that point, especially. Wow. So true. Wow, so yeah. I, I really like all of that. Yes. I I agree. I think that's some good shit. Um, here's another one for yeah. you. Yeah. Hit me! Let's not have Dark Betty. Oh, God, I didn't <laughs> even touch it. What the fuck ever. That literally was my only point. We don't, it just, we don't need her. No. We don't need Dark Betty. No. She doesn't play a role. It's just weird. It's just supposed to be like, oh, like, it's not so perfect. There's a dark side. Okay. Great. We don't need Dark Betty still. <laughs> no, yeah. You can be multifaceted without developing another personality. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't love Dark Betty. <laughs> no. No. So that was kind of That's I, a no. Yeah. Really that's the only thing. I just want, don't want Dark Betty there. <laughs> yeah. I think I had I changed her I uh, family dynamic as like mm. chick is around was a big thing is like it, like in the comics, she's got two siblings who are sort of a bit more notably older than she is. Uh-huh. Um, and she's under a lot of pressure because they're so successful. Yeah. Um, at sort of what they do. Um, and she's trying to do that and trying to sort of be the best. And it's not that her parents don't approve. I think it's just that, like, those expectations you put on yourself where as soon as you get an A in something, the second you get anything lower than an A is a failure. Yeah. I almost wonder... I'm just spitballing here. Yeah. I almost wonder if it might be better, instead of having Betty be really smart, have her just be mediocre Hmm. and have to deal with mediocrity. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because, yeah, like, 
She has expectations from her mom, and she has expectations from her dad. She has expectations from herself. Mm -hmm. um, I would love, yeah, I think that would be really interesting. You know, there's nothing special about you. You're just a normal human, and yeah. now you have to deal with it. Yeah. You know, I think that could be kind of cool. I also had, I completely forgot I wrote this down. But she, you're a normal human, but you're still worthy of, like, respect and love, yeah. you know? Which is kind of sort of seems like what Archie OG was. He's just America's typical teenager. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, I forgot I wrote this down. She had a crush on Jason that she never told anyone about and has to mourn him quietly. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think I that's all right. Yeah. I but, kinda, I kind of like that. I kind of like that. And she's starting to sort of withdraw a bit more because it's like senior year, yeah. pressure yeah. cooker. I had her family much more directly tied to um, the conflict in that like her parents are maybe quite religious, which is something like mm. you will find in particular, and I mean anywhere, but particularly smaller communities. Yeah. Um, and that they have a very specific idea like alice caring a lot about appearances i find very interesting i yeah i would love to see that be more of a thing too and the view that some people who are very religious particularly like in christianity take seems to be like if everyone thinks you're doing good things yeah you might as well be yeah and so like it becomes even more important for betty to like not disappoint that view mm -hmm. that what what i also had as the big sort of thing was um chick is gay okay yeah he and jason were gonna run away Ooh. and so the conflict was um like the parents just would probably he's not out yeah um and with jason's parents it's like it's not that they're homophobic per se but the the coopers are not yeah of money yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> and i think like the confidence of jason was so magnetic mm -hmm. that um i fuck the sisters of quiet mercy because that's terrifying yeah um but yeah. like cheryl i'm going through this whole like little plot thing i have i guess now is what's happening so, is that... no i love it okay <laughs> let's go in um for this main thing cheryl finds out she's close with jason um, mm -hmm. the only reason they're at the public school is because it has a good football yeah. team. Yeah. Um, and Cheryl just has to be there. Like, they chose it for Jason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, she knows about him and Chick. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think the Cooper siblings know about, like, each other. Yeah. And, like, Polly probably sneaks out and sort of gets into trouble sometimes, but, mm -hmm. um, Cheryl is terrified of Jason running away. Because he's the only buffer between her and her parents. Yes. And so she tips off the Coopers. And the Coopers don't send Chick away. Yeah. They guilt him into staying. Right. Yeah. So he doesn't go down to the boat or whatever. Yeah. And Jason dies, and so Chick feels responsible, and Cheryl feels responsible. Oh, that's some good shit. Um... That's some good tension there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then... I love... Yeah. I love that. I love that. Especially with Cheryl. Because I I love the idea of her having, like, a little bit of separation anxiety. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be alone. Yeah. Um, and she's already so alone because if yeah. she wants to appease her parents, she has to be cold. So she's alienated everyone at school. Yeah. 
Like, he's all she's got. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that a lot, actually. And I would love to see her and Jason, like, her really leaning on him. Yeah. Like, in in the flashbacks or whatever. Like, really, really leaning on him. Like like, depending on him for, like, any kind of social-type interaction, you know? Um, And then, yeah, see her have to deal with being on her own suddenly. And, um, yeah, like, the panic that comes with Jason, you know, wanting to run away. And and after the death, like, the paranoia, too. Yes, that would be so interesting. Like, put all these kids in some way in a pressure cooker is, I guess, how drama works but <laughs> yeah but yeah I but still and and have Archie yeah. because he is one of his only things is he he really cares and doesn't want to focus on himself he's the only one that really notices mm-hmm. because everyone would, else has written her off as a bitch and then that would make sense for her to really like um like bond with him yeah you know yeah like you're replacing my brother now. <laughs> I need you. <laughs> and then we work out that where it's like, I can't be that. Yeah. I've always wanted to be that, but I'm not. I don't even have like this yeah. hair. It's all coming it's together. It's coming together. <laughs> it's all coming together now. <laughs> uh, and yes. Then other stuff I had, it's so hard to round out like an ensemble. Yeah. With this, like we haven't touched Jughead. We haven't touched Veronica. We haven't touched Kevin. <laughs> I do have something written down for yeah, Kevin. Yeah, we need to talk about Kevin. We need to talk about I've Kevin. been on for a long time. Tell me your mysticism. Would you like to hear about Kevin? <laughs> I would love to hear about Kevin. Um, my thing was basically give him a fucking personality. I love that. Yeah. Um, I thought <laughs> the bar is low. The bar is so low. Um, I thought it might be kind of cool because Betty and Jughead kind of start working as like detectives. I thought it might be cool for Kevin to kind of join them. Um, be, like, especially seeing as his dad is the sheriff. Like, when he, when they talk about, um, like, when they talk about what the sheriff is doing, especially at the end with, um, I'm gonna just call him Skeet Ulrich. Uh, with FP. Yeah. Um, like, the other characters are criticizing the sheriff, and Kevin's only thing is to say, like, my dad's just doing his job. I think it'd be really interesting if maybe Kevin was doubting his dad, and maybe he was thinking, like, I don't think my dad is doing enough. I think you guys are right. And then have to deal with that complication, like, that loyalty to his father, while at the same time agreeing with his friends that, um, like, what's being done by the sheriff's office isn't enough, you know? And, um... And I think that would tie into a lot of what we're kind of going for here, which is, like, um, this, like, duality yeah. with um, a lot of the characters. Could so. it also, I mean, depending on how observant we want to make Sheriff Dad, mm-hmm. maybe he notices, like, kids aren't cooperating, and he tries to send Kevin in as a double agent to be like, you gotta l- you're I, with the kids. I have written down yes! that I think that both... Kevin and Joaquin should be working for the other oh. side. And, like, both of them yeah, are yeah. doing that. Yeah. Oh, fuck! The parallels! Yeah, like, I didn't have still, Joaquin in here. Like, I mean, how much does he matter, you know? <laughs> but, um, uh, but, yeah, I think it would be kind of, kind of fun, kind of interesting to have, like, the Kevin-Joaquin relationship, but have both of them be, like, be working as double agents. Yeah. And then, like, they, I don't know what happens when they realize that they're both doing it. Maybe they're just like, oh, my God, I'm in love with you. (laughs) (laughs) 
It doesn't matter because I love you. <laughs> that are, that are like this is fucking hilarious. Let's be together forever. <laughs> um, I'm working for my dad. I'm working for the serpents. Kiss me, you fool. <laughs> but but yeah. Let I, me taste your tuna. Let you. <laughs> but uh, like, why? But. <laughs> Just why, though? But, yeah, I thought that could be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. You know, do I that. I love that. Yeah. I had different things, some different things for Kevin. Yeah. Um, but I don't really think that matters as long as we're making him a person. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had with him... What did I... Oh, 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 I... This is partially motivated by, like, the um, frustration with having him just be a horn dog. Yes. I had... He... His thing is, his mom's the sheriff. Sheriff mom. (laughs) Sheriff mom! He, in the comics, apparently has two younger sisters, and his dad was a colonel, and so he moved around a lot, and then, like, ended up here, in Riverdale. Here. Um, Here. In this version, Gritty Reboot, his dad leaves. He up and leaves, Mm. can't handle it. It's just Sheriff Mom. So, (laughs) (laughs) Sheriff... I thought you'd like it. No, um... And so he ha- feels a lot of responsibility from very young. Yeah. Not just for, like, the house or whatever, but um, he's got two younger sisters, and he's terrified like of becoming his dad. I love that. I love that. Um, but, like, he doesn't want to disappoint his mom, but also if we're doing the suggestion that you had where it's, like, if he's sort of like, I don't think this is, this can't be right. Yeah. Oh, um, parallel him with Jughead taking care of Jellybean. Mm. And then he ends up with Jughead because Jughead is asexual. So it can't be about the fucking. Brilliant. I. (laughs) So it can't be about the fucking. I'm so mad. (laughs) I know. Controversial statement. I think we should have minimum one conversation where Kevin does not announce he is gay. <laughs> just one. You just mad one. woman! <laughs> I know. Just one. Just one. Just one. Just one. Where he, like, has, like, an other interest. Mm-hmm. This might be a little more touchy territory, and certainly I don't think if, like, I don't want to speak too much on it, because it's not yeah. my place, but I think it might also be interesting if maybe Sheriff Mom keeps bringing in Chuck, and keeps bringing in Mm. Trevor and it's like yeah I it's like the mom are you mom are you racially profiling <laughs> mom are you racially profiling right now and so you it's no that's and yeah and then that yeah so it's not just so a they're not fucking featureless assholes yeah but mm-hmm. so it, it's not just mm-hmm. um mom you're you're doing a not great job it's like oh you're actively like doing yeah. very bad racist things yeah yeah but yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's hard for two white girls to, Isn't uh, <laughs> it? to uh you know talk about that you yeah. but no yeah yeah i think i think kevin is ripe with possibility yes i hate that i said that statement um because that's kind of an upsetting visual image. Oh, well, yes. But, um... <laughs> ripe with tuna. A ripe boy. Okay, well, now I am sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I am being targeted. Um, but, yeah, I I mean, yeah, like, fuck, man. Give him any personality Anything. at this point. I don't even care. <laughs> and again, that could be... That's like a... A, t- a tension thing in small towns is it's so hard to have 
secret. And, and they do, Kevin does address at one point how, like, difficult it is to be the only person who is out in this small town. Really? Really. When? What? I can't even fucking remember because it's I so irrelevant I to everything it. else. Like, he actually says, like, you know, I think it's relatively early on in the season. He does say it's really hard to be the only out gay person in this small town. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. And then they're just like, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that. <sighs> yeah. But it's implied that he's, like, hooking up with dudes who are still in the closet, like Moose? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know how Moose and Mitch fit into this. Um, they will in season two, and it's about as graceful as you expect it to be. Yikes! <laughs> um, what, did you have more in Kevin? Or did I have more, more in Kevin? businesses? Did I just say, did I have more in Kevin? I hope not. I, I hope you didn't. I hate that. No, I did. I don't. Literally, it's just give him a personality. <laughs> give him, like, some kind of, like, relevancy to the plot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He's the sheriff's kid. There's so, mu- there's so much there. <laughs> right? So much there. And instead, we squandered it. For what? <laughs> for fucking. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. That, I think that's really all I had to say about Kevin. Great. I, I think that having him question his... Um, mother or father's mm. um, sheriffly actions. <laughs> <laughs> I think that could be a really uh, good way to get him more involved and um, have him be more relevant and have him be an actual relatable character on the show. Yeah. So. And he's dealing with the same pressures as anyone else. Yeah. And so that unifies the kids in a way where it's like, A, they all have these same expectations on them, and B, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. even though it's scary, knowing that Jason will never have the opportunities that they do, yeah, um, I think is also sort of like a, uh, not a wake-up call, but like, that's a very heavy thing to focus <laughs> yes. on, but it's so unavoidable. Yeah, yeah. Um... I think there should be a school counselor. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah! <laughs> I don't really know what role they play, but I think there should be one. <laughs> I had, I wanted Pop to be more central. Oh, that's Because everyone meets, because that's like the meeting place. Yeah, maybe, I like that. Maybe Pop is like the bartender, like, tell me yes! Trouble's kid, and we oh get flashbacks God. with him and Jason. I love that. I felt like if anyone was narrating, it should be him, because he does seem to sort of be the heart of the town. Yes, I that would work. And he's not a counselor, but that was my thought. I just burped. <sighs> Illegal. I'm really fucking sorry. <laughs> um, I think that would work so well. Yeah, and especially, like, as, um, like, you know, the the bartending guy yeah. working on the counter it's like he kind of becomes like invisible to a point yes so he like people are more revealing around him yes so he would pr- like know a lot like he would understand like a lot of what's going on and yeah. i think that could be really cool too and he i think he's maybe one of the only truly like empathetic adults yeah to what's going on as sort of like a whole yeah but, sorry, a uh, guidance and, counselor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the thing with Pop, too, is he could start being, like, a real advocate for the kids. Yeah. You know? Like, maybe, like, maybe the 
the kids are trying to like um, come to the sheriff with with their information, and the sheriff's kind of brushing them off because oh they're just teenagers, mm-hmm. oh they're just hormonal, emotional kids, whatever. Yeah. Um, and maybe Pop is like the one person like, no, these kids know something. I know that they know something. And also, they need some fucking therapy. <laughs> Can we get that for them, please? Yeah. <laughs> I think that would be interesting. Yes. And a, and having a counselor. Yes. I think a school counselor, why, why, why isn't one already in the show? Yeah. Like, doesn't every school have to have a counselor? And, <laughs> I don't know, fuck, if you're doing the Grundy thing, it's much more... There's a whole other level if she's not the music teacher, if she's the guidance counselor. <gasps> oh my god. That is grim. Yeah. That is dark. Oh my yeah. god. But I think we talked about this with the Chuck episode in the football fuck book. Um, <laughs> How it was... What are we saying? What oh. am I saying? You didn't have any part in this. I'm sorry. No, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I am. <laughs> uh, but like, if you're gonna do this dark of a storyline do it do it (laughs) yeah stop being cowards stop being cowards so i mean if we're gonna have grundy as this like predator make her her a predator make her a predator yeah and make uh, make it more relevant that like she's going after archie who is similar to jason you know what would have been really interesting oh. with, the, with the Grandy thing. Because Betty and Veronica find, like, everyone finds out, right? Yeah, yeah, If one of them went to a teacher, like another teacher. Oh. Obviously not Grandy. Yeah. But instead of Betty trying to, like, interview Grandy or whatever, yeah. that dumb bullshit that was, maybe she goes to Principal Weatherby and she says, this is happening. And mm-hmm. then that's tension between her and Archie. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah that whole thing and it ends so cleanly like i Mm -hmm. think it might be uh, yeah i don't want to do the grunty thing but if it were to if we were if we had to if we had to choose (laughs) um like you could see some of the parents sort of true colors where it's like maybe some of the parents are outraged and want to do her physical harm like maybe someone like throws a rock through her window or whatever yeah um maybe some parents concerning appearances are just sort of like turning turning away trying not to look at it and maybe yeah. some maybe there's one or two who are like haha nice archie get it yeah. and it's like yeah excuse me yeah and that well that could be something with betty and her parents too yeah like super obsessed with appearances maybe yeah. they're not happy that she's getting in the middle of this no because it was it wasn't the right their thing. problem yeah yeah. Yeah. That, like, Oof. I don't really want to do the Grundy no. thing either, but, like, if we were to do it, yeah. I think we should do it that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I think if we do the Grundy thing, that has to be the this, this season or the show where it's, like, the big secret behind Jason's murder is that she killed him because mm. he was going to talk. Yes. And I think, yes. so, and then I think maybe halfway through, like, she gets killed because someone else. So now it's like, mm. well, anyone could have done that now that the news is out. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But I, I like, I don't, mm-hmm. I, I, I like the idea of using this as, like, I mean, there's a murder, but Riverdale as, like, let's tell a story about 
teens. Yeah. Like, let's show the the youth. The youth what, of today. What, like, the the youth of yesteryear mm-hmm. um, w- might be experiencing today. Yeah. Instead of just, like, I drowning people in maple syrup and hot tubs. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. And again, <laughs> no dark Betty. <laughs> we I, cannot stress this enough. Yeah. No, I cannot. I just, I really am not dark Betty's biggest fan. Not gonna lie. Um... <laughs> But, yeah, no, I, uh, that's, yeah, some good shit. Some good shit. Which word? I think involving, sorry, I'm jumping back no, to having a, a, a counselor again. Yes. I think, okay, uh, full disclosure, they do bring a counselor in during season four. <laughs> okay. But I think, um... If we do, like, if we just have a fucking guidance counselor like Mm. the school should have, that gives a lot of opportunity for a lot of the characters to be very emotional. Yes. Which would be interesting. I think the most interesting one to see would be Cheryl. Yes! Who has to be trapped in a room by herself. They make her go by herself. She avoids it, she avoids it, she avoids it. Yeah. And then finally she, Archie's like, talk to someone. Yeah, and they don't, but they, but she goes on her own, and that's like a... That's a that that could be a turning point for her in, in either direction. Yeah, um, I think that would be really interesting to see. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We are missing that dynamic of like anything really high stakes happening at school mm-hmm. because Grundy leaves in episode four and Jughead randomly goes to the other side of town. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know whatever why. that's about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. What were your thoughts on... Oh, who haven't we talked about yet? Oh, uh, we haven't talked about Jughead, Jughead. or Veronica. Yes. <laughs> I... Honestly, I don't... I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I think... I don't know. <laughs> I don't really have anything. Okay. I just find that it's really easy to remove them mm. from the story. I guess if I want to figure out what I want them to be doing, I have to ask, are we still having Jason's murder be at his father's hands? Like, are we still going I, that I way? I was or... abandoning that because okay. that's, that's wild. Yeah, because that kind of changes things for, yes. for both I, characters. I went in a wildly different direction with I love that. the death. Yes. And um, I have a thought for Veronica, but she doesn't, that I like on its own, but again, yeah. it's hard to tie that into the mystery. Yeah. Yeah, I had a I had a totally different death scenario. I think I think for Veronica, have her actually be the outsider. Yeah. She, she kind of fits in a little too quickly. I think like cuz her whole thing is like, you know, she's coming from New York. Mhm. I think um have her be an outsider. Have her have a hard time fitting in. It's, yeah, and not just because it's like, oh, townies yeah (laughs) it's like well no she's this is a whole new yeah she's having to start over Mm -hmm. just as and just as soon as she gets her footing she's expected to like fly off into the business place world i don't know yeah and i think having i i also think play up her um relationship to betty more yep um especially with um 
Betty's mom being really obsessed with appearances. Yeah. Maybe she loves Veronica. <gasps> oh my because God. Because Veronica is so perfect. She's so put together. Why can't you be more like that? Oh. Know? Why can't you be more like Veronica? Um, and then again, Betty having to deal with her own mediocrity. Um, and like the one person she talked to about it is Veronica. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that could be something. That's great. <laughs> That's Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Oh, that's annoying. <laughs> yep, that sucked. <laughs> um, my thought on Veronica was, I don't even know where this came from. I think I keep thinking of, like, how shittily Riverdale has been, like, treating any sort of minority. And so yeah. I just sort of swung too far in the other direction <laughs> and was just like, everyone needs to have, have closure and comfort. My idea was... Um, Veronica is trans. Ooh. When okay. she was a kid, mm-hmm. she lived in Riverdale mm-hmm. with her dad and her mom. Yeah. And she and Betty and Archie were all really good friends. Yeah. They call her Ronnie a lot on the show. I think that's a childhood nickname. Yeah. Hiram does a big business, however <laughs> that works. They <laughs> moved to New York. Business, by the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in that time, she transitions. Mm-hmm. And then... Things go to hell with Hiram. Mm -hmm. And her mother's like, oh, we gotta go. I think her mother has some sort of prenup arrangement or whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She moves her and Veronica back to Riverdale under her maiden name, which apparently is Gomez. Oh! (laughs) Um, And so she... I I don't know how many people sort of, like, put it together. Certainly the kids don't at first. I think Fred might know. Yeah. Uh, because I think if he's having trouble with uh, Molly Ringwald, who will always be Molly Ringwald. Yeah, agreed. Fuck Mary Andrews, it's Molly Ringwald. Yeah. Then Molly that's in, like, a, they can still have their little fucking chest touch thing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so Veronica is really nervous mm-hmm. coming back because mm. she has no idea mm-hmm. how people will react Especially because it's a, a small, small town. town. Yeah. Yep. So her being cagey, mm-hmm. they moved to town like a week or two before Jason dies and suddenly like they're the new people super reclusive. Yeah. They're trying to keep a low profile for a reason. Yeah. Like because they don't want to be connected with whatever's happening with Hiram. Right. And for her, she's like, she's terrified how her old friends will react if they find out. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, well, why is the new girl being so suspicious and so aloof? Yeah. And then maybe Betty has to give, like, the school tour and mm. and they find out. But I, that doesn't really tie in other than sort of making her a suspect because she's keeping to herself. Yeah. Yeah. Thoughts? <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I think that could work. <laughs> it's so hard to involve her in, like, the murder. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I don't know how to, I don't know how to get her involved with Jason's no. death. No. I can't figure it out. Maybe, like, maybe it's helpful for her to play the role of an outsider in that context anyway, you know, like, mm-hmm. someone with a more objective, objective. view. Yeah, yeah. Of yeah. what's happening. Um, maybe she could kind of play like a Cassandra-esque role where she, because Cassandra's the one who no one believes her, right? Oh, the prophet? Yeah. yeah. Like maybe she could almost be like that in a way because she's so objective. Like she's saying things, but no one wants to listen to her because, oh, you're not like. You didn't know. You don't, you didn't know him. You were gone for so long. He was like the golden boy. Yeah. If we're, yeah. Like that, like maybe that 
could kind of be something. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I know how to work to her involve in. <laughs> Ethel just so that we can treat her nicely. <laughs> but I, yeah. I, there's, if once I go there, it's like, how do we involve everyone? Like, there's too many people for this to be a murder mystery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is the problem with an ensemble cast. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those are my uh, Veronica thoughts, I think. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. What about Jughead? Uh, Asexual. Yes. Which I like. Yes. Keep, keep, keep him asexual, yeah. as he was in the comics. Yeah, well, in, in New Riverdale, in New evidently. Riverdale. Maybe it would almost be fun, <laughs> fun, um, to have him kind of be like, uh, uh I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking, like, what if, like, he just kind of, like, gets dragged along and all this. He doesn't, like, really want to be there. He's just kind of like, I don't, I don't know, guys. Um... <laughs> But I don't know. I don't know if I actually like that. <laughs> I ended up I ended up having him be kind of more of a linchpin than I intended for as much as I've harped on him mm-hmm. during, like, <laughs> these recaps. Yeah. <laughs> I liked the brother-sister parallel mm-hmm. with not just him and Kevin, but with him and uh, the Blossoms. Yeah. Where it's like, don't make that sexual. Like, that's an important... I had a teacher once who, studying something, it was just my brother and I, like, getting lessons. Yeah. And she looked at us very casually, and she was like, your sibling is the longest relationship you're going to have in your life. And I was just sort of like, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like if, if like, a natural lifespan, it's like if yeah. you're, we're only two years apart. Mm-hmm. And it was just sort of like, whoa, that's, that's, a, that's crazy. And, I mean, I can't speak from, like, a younger sibling perspective, but as an older sibling, like, yeah. a, the last time, I think the last time I truly properly lost it <laughs> was because people were being mean to my brother. Yeah. And I was very dramatic. You'll be surprised to know. Oh, really? You dramatic? I was you, t- of I, all people, I was, dramatic? <laughs> I was 10, and it was winter, and I was in this big puffy snowsuit. Yes. And it was like these oh three- Oh, my God. Bitches had been just like, <laughs> yeah, fuck wouldn't them. wouldn't listen to, and he was like crying, and I was upset, and um, I, t- in my defense, I was trying to be civil yes. for like twenty minutes. They weren't having any of it. Yeah, and then <laughs> um, <laughs> I screamed at these eight year olds. Yes, um, yes, yes. If you hurt my brother, I will take revenge. <laughs> no. No! Oh! (laughs) Jesus Christ! Uh, (laughs) That is some intense shit! Where did I get that? What? You guys just pulled it out from your own goddamn soul! (laughs) They couldn't look at me for like two months, which is fair enough because that was probably. I'm like four foot five. Like, yeah. Just in a puffy snowsuit. <laughs> Ten years old. Yeah. That is, that is phenomenal. But, oh my God. <laughs> I love that. But, and I mean, if, if I feel that, that's a pretty specific experience, I guess, but like mm-hmm. to feel that way in like a functional household. Yeah. How protective would you feel in a dysfunctional one Mm -hmm. where it's like, it's not just you, you want to keep functioning. It's like you want to save them from that. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. um, that's sort of what I ended up, uh, latching onto with Kevin and Jughead. Right. And sort of with Jason. 
Yeah. Like he, like what you were saying about the separation anxiety. Yeah. Like she's not ready for that because her parents don't really like her. Yeah. Um, but he's ready for, to fly the nest. Who wouldn't? Yeah. <laughs> that would be interesting too, to do that, comparing like Jughead and Jason and like Cheryl especially, because I feel like they're kind of, it would be kind of the same thing coming from two different directions where, yeah. um, like, Every time I want to call him Skeet, where <laughs> FP is very distant, very yeah. away, but the Blossoms are very, very Ooh, present. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like two different kinds of neglect. Yeah, two different kinds of, of abuse. Yes. Where, yeah, you have, like, abuse via neglect, and then in the Blossoms case, you have, I don't know, I imagine, like, a lot of verbal abuse. Yeah. Um, I, I imagine that is, like, a different kind of neglect, where it's like... That's really fair. That probably I I, is actually more fitting. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah. I th- I think that's a cool parallel to and be that, making. That ended up being kind of um, a big thing about the the murder. The murder. Did you have thoughts on how that actually goes if we're not doing Clifford? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to hear yours. <laughs> I've been talking a bunch though. Um, no, it's good. I've also talked a bunch, so. I guess that's why we call it a podcast. Again, would be weird if there weren't a lot of talking. <laughs> Um, so what I had, I'm not super crazy about, like, putting a woman in the refrigerator, but, um, I do have that Jughead's mother died. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jughead's mother, um, who I've been calling Mother Jones in my notes. Mother Jones. Mother Jones. (laughs) I mean, there's putting a woman in a refrigerator, and then there's, like, actually having that woman be relevant, you know? (laughs) Like, even, even despite being dead. Um, this is another tangent. Yes. I think that, you know, you can have a dead woman in a story <laughs> right. And that is by actually showing her to have a character and not just Oh, I'm, I'm so sad my whatever's my female I'm not connection sure I've done is that dead. Here, oh, that's, well, whatever. <laughs> um, Let's so go for it anyway. <laughs> she had she and FP um, I think intended maybe on having like more than one kid, mm-hmm. um, but the pregnancy was really really hard for her, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which is why there's such a gap between him and Jellybean. Yeah, Jellybean, I love it. Um, Jellybean. And after she had Jellybean, it got even harder, like health wise, and um, eventually she got cancer, not because of childbirth, but. Certainly, certainly didn't help. <laughs> yeah. Um, and between medical bills and uh, FP he starts does, drinking to deal with it. He yeah. does. He I does want to know about that. Medical bills and it never really comes uh, up again. That could be, that could be interesting um, to do. They have to move to like, they, they have to move either like from a nicer end of town. Like maybe they were near like where the lodges were or the blossoms or whatever and then like now they're in like an apartment Mm -hmm. um the mother died about like a year ago and so it's still fresh yes fp doesn't want to deal with it he's really started spiraling Mm -hmm. and i don't think he and jughead ever necessarily really saw eye to eye yeah Um, i i yeah i like the idea that like even before this there was a lot of like fighting a lot of arguing so he yeah so lots of tension yes and, yeah. like, if the mum was the main mediator, then, like, what do we do now? Right. Yeah. The, he has a little... He and Jellybean have a little memorial for their mum, like, out in the woods or whatever, I think. Yeah. I don't know how this would play in, but uh, maybe a little something where it's, like, 
Jellybean is really little and is afraid that, like, she made her mom sick. Aww. And it's like she, because she doesn't understand how that, and I, I don't know, I, I'm always interested in putting kids in stories because they've got such a fascinating perspective. I know. Um, I'm so bad at writing kids, though. <laughs> no? I'm terrible at it. Bad bees. I don't spend enough time around them, so I don't no, like, I, really know what they're like. <laughs> no, I, no, I'm, I always feel like terrified around kids i'm like i'm not gonna i can't i'm a bad i'm a you're bad so i'm gonna say the fuck word you're so breakable <laughs> and you just say whatever comes to mind and that is a level of purity i am not used to <laughs> <laughs> but i kind of liked because jagheads were a hat mm-hmm. maybe his one of his like personality things is he's kind of a nerd yeah. And he start he th- he found out about that. He likes the noir detective stuff. Yeah. yeah. And he thought it was cool. And yeah. he liked being called like a jaghead and over the years it just became jughead. Yeah. Um but the the death of Jason happens because down by the river's edge obviously. Yeah. He's waiting for Chick. Yeah. Chick doesn't show up. Mhm. Jason is finally just sort of like okay and so he just sort of like tries to cover up and stealthily, like, make his way to the Cooper house to see what happens. Yeah. And he comes across Jellybean, mm-hmm. who is going to the memorial in the woods. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she, she's inquisitive and starts, like, asking what he's doing here. Yeah. Whatever. And he's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Yeah. And so he eventually just sort of, like, he puts his hand over her mouth Jughead sees this, does not know it is Jason, just sees someone attacking his sister, mm-hmm. and he and Jason start fighting okay. and tussling. Okay. Jason is way stronger, football boy. Yeah. And so, just survival instinct, Jughead grabs, like, a nearby blunt object <gasps> and hits him, and it kills him. Oh my god. And it's Jason. <laughs> and it's Jason. And he just, like, And I think he just, like, pushes the body into the river or whatever. And I think maybe he tell Kevin is maybe the first to find out about this. Right. Um, And then Kevin has another dilemma where it's like, man, I would do the same for my sisters. Yeah. That was my big dramatic thing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh I don't know if that's a blunt force trauma works. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, shit. like, it's not even a murder. And I, I think I kind of, it's a gritty reboot, but I guess I was still kind of hesitant to have it be that dark and intentional. Yeah. Killing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, I think I had in one point, Jason's not dead. No. Like, they, he's been, he just, he has some sort of head trauma and washes up on the other side of the ri- river and, like, all he knows is, like, if he gets to the farmhouse, that fucking farmhouse, yeah. like, he'll be safe. Right. And so he just sort of recuperates there for a while. Right. That doesn't really work, I guess, because Chick would probably know. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Damn. That Damn, Juggy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. It's not much of a plot, really, but, like, I'm almost more concerned about, like, making people than I am. Because if I feel like yeah. if you, this is, like, cheesy, but, like, if you have people, a story will come. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Fuck. Fuck. 
I mean, yeah, like, most of my points, too, had to do with, like, people and, like, characterization. Which probably says a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, for all we harp on the, the plot holes. Yeah, I think even, like, doing the, like, Jughead kills him. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it wouldn't even necessarily have to be that's what kills Jason, you know? Like, maybe, like, oh. he hits his head. Or, like, yeah, like, Jughead hits his head. And then Jason's still alive, but he's, like, stumbling around, mm. and, like, then he, like, I don't know, falls off a cliff or something. <laughs> ah, those Riverdale yeah. cliffs! <laughs> you know, like... Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. If they're still minors, that also makes me feel a bit better, where it's like, maybe JK won't go to jail for a long time. Just a little time. <laughs> Just a little time. Just a little time. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, I mean, there's so many people we haven't involved, because that's very difficult. I like what they've done where they do you <laughs> <laughs> where we have Josie and the Pussycats as like three black women mm-hmm. but doesn't seem like they're really doing anything with that I would love to be able to do something with that but I don't know yeah again I want that, that like they should have their separate story where it's like there is a spinoff Katie Keene but only Josie's in that I think yeah and it was canceled after one season I can't believe yeah. it Right? Unheard of. But, yeah. And again, they address it at one point. They Like, Josie talks about how hard it is God. for her to be a black woman in this small-ass town where, I mean, I didn't grow up in a small town, but I've heard there's a whole lot of racism <laughs> in them. But um, she, like, talks about it. Like, she talks about that's why she's so standoffish. Yeah. But that just never goes anywhere no <laughs> you no. know it's like it's like we bring it up once that's all we need to do <laughs> and music uh, i'm always a sucker when like music is involved but i almost want a separate story of them like becoming friends and being interested in music in their own way and then realizing like they fit really well together yeah but that's that's not this story no that's a different because story. someone got shot or yeah. hit in the head or did is dead yeah did yeah. it dead yeah Unfortunate. Fuck. I'm <laughs> tragic, truly. And what about Dilton Doily? <laughs> <laughs> huh? <laughs> Why the fuck was he there? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. You know, looking back at season one overall, mm. it really feels like there's two different shows. Huh? It feels like we get up to about episode. Hold on, what the fuck even happens? Like, this is the problem. Like, there's so much fucking filler, so much stuff that doesn't actually matter that it's like, okay, like, what are these episodes actually about? Honestly, it feels like we get up to the point where we realize that Jason was killed a week after July 4th. Mm. And then after that, it starts being a different show. And that's episode two. (laughs) Is that episode two? It's episode two. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I, I think yeah. I just listened back to part of it. Because episode three is when we start trying to do other shit. Yeah. You know? Which is... With Dark Betty, yeah. which oh, I hate. Oh, fucking Dark Betty. Yeah, it's like they're setting up one show for episodes one and two, and then we're just like, let's go this way! <laughs> which is actually kind of interesting, because I just looked at uh, some of the notes I had today. Mm-hmm. Roberto wrote in season one, episodes one and two and eleven and the finale that makes sense then so like as to why it feels so different and why god who who took over and thought i know 
I know. Dark Betty. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he does this. Like, he writes the first... He might write other things in the season, but he always writes the premiere and the finale. Yeah. But, like... That leaves a whole swath in between. Of and sort then it's of just disjointed. a fucking free-for-all. Yeah. And even when he's the only one in charge of writing, there's a lot. Yeah. After Life with Archie. Boy, he does a fun thing with Jelly Bean. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. This is maybe my favorite. Is it fun fun or, like, is it, like it's fun? It's ridiculous. Okay. This yeah. is maybe my favorite After Life with Archie <laughs> fact, and this is including the marriage to Cthulhu. God, I forgot about that. Ah. <sighs> The, the the apocalypse team is trekking through the wilderness and they come to this abandoned hotel mm-hmm. and Archie starts talking to the bartender who is a ghost jughead so okay. that's sure well, you so, know what why not <laughs> you know what why not that's the Stephen King by the way the hotel's called the Bradbury <sighs> get it <laughs> whatever <laughs> and then <laughs> Archie finds his mom and she's like man it's this town eh and Archie's like haha mom tell me about it and she's like, oh, yeah, it's near Christmas, too. That's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Archie asks why he can suddenly see Ghost Jughead because the apocalypse has been happening for ages now and Jughead was the first one turned. By the way, they called zombie Jughead Jug Dead. Great. Okay. Jughead's <laughs> like, I don't know, probably Christmas. And Archie's like, you're right. <laughs> That's all we talk about why he's a ghost. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then he finds his mom. And Archie says, like, he's lamenting because Riverdale seems really safe and nice. And then suddenly... It wasn't, because zombies. Mm-hmm. And his mom's like, oh, I don't know about that. And he's like, mother, whatever do you mean? Mm-hmm. And she says, after World War II, oh, God. in Riverdale, uh-huh. um, the town morale was gone. Because they lost so many to conscription. Like, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I feel like morale was pretty low in a lot of places. Yes. Um, they chose to deal with it in a very interesting way, which was the three oldest founding families of Riverdale okay. met up. That would be the Coopers, the Joneses, and the Andrews. The Joneses? Yeah, I don't know. And the Andrews. I don't know. <laughs> Alright. So, Franklin Andrews, Forsyth, Forsyth Jones the first, uh-huh. and Agnes Cooper uh-huh. are like, what the fuck are we gonna do? And then Agnes goes, hey, wait a minute. Don't we live next door to witches? And they're like, you know what, Agnes, you're right. This is a good idea. Oh, I, 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 I am so scared. And Agnes takes them over. She's the forefront of this, by the way. Like, it's really, she really goes for it. They go over to Sabrina's aunts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're like, this is our problem. Can you help us? And the aunts are like, yeah, we can keep your town safe. Yeah. And Agnes is like, oh, but there's like a catch, right? And they're like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, if we do this... For the next three generations, oh, we're each going to need uh, one of your descendants to feed to the old ones who are keeping your town safe. Okay. <laughs> Agnes, I'm sorry, that's your leg. That's okay. And, and Agnes is like... Very astute. Done. <laughs> like, the dads are like, no um, problem. Sorry, uh, what? And she's like, no, absolutely. Um, I don't even like kids, so have them. <laughs> and Archie's like, that's ridiculous. Except that... There are zombies, and you were talking to a ghost five minutes ago. <laughs> so I guess this is where we're drawing the line. And his mom was oh, like, yeah. What a weird place to draw the line. <laughs> Probably nothing. But it's kind of weird how your great uncle died when he was 13, and Betty's aunt died in, quote, that terrible fire down at the roller rink. And then oh. Archie finally the pin fucking drops, and he's like, wait a minute. 
that means it's our generation. It's Jughead's turn. And his mom is like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna name names, but the witches tended to ask for younger kids. Ew. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Bye. And she like walks away. Cut to Ghost Jughead on the balcony looking down at the fucking Christmas proceedings. Uh And a little head pokes through the bars. Oh, God. And we are introduced for the first time, first mention of Jellybean, who is also a ghost. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, well, I mean, at this point, (laughs) why not? We're all ghosts, you know? He casually asks her if she was scared when the witches came because she was just taken away as the final third generation sacrifice to keep Riverdale safe. And now she's a ghost, and that's that. Great. Yep. Okay. I could not believe. (laughs) You know what's great about that? What's up? (laughs) Uh, Nothing? (laughs) I I feel like um, if the microphone is picking up on um, the drum echoes. <laughs> that makes us sound a little ghostly. Ooh, happy so, Schmelloween. Once again, full circle. <laughs> if it's not, we're gonna sound real dumb. Yeah. <laughs> we can hear the echo. Yes, we know. We know. Anyway, that's maybe my favorite thing. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and it's never mentioned well, again. Right, right after that, Archie proposes to Betty. <sighs> okay. Veronica's distraught. Yeah, I'm sure she is. Like, whatever. And she's like, we have to wait three months until I'm 18 to get married. And I was like, Why? what? It's an apocalypse. Yeah. It doesn't matter anymore. Nothing matters. <sighs> <laughs> well. That was a tangent. It was a good tangent. Oh, thank you. Do you have anything else? Oh... I think I more or less hit, like, the, the main beats I had, because it was okay. mainly character stuff, yeah. Yeah. I think we, um, I think we made some pretty major changes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so now here's the real question. Uh-oh. If you could do any kind of Archie reboot, what kind would it be? I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a nun reboot. I... <laughs> Early on, I th- this seemed like a bit too much of a disservice. I was like, it's really hard to fit Archie in here. Maybe he's the one who dies. That could be <laughs> kind of fun, honestly. It could be kind of fun. <laughs> um, that's a good question. They've had so many iterations. I don't know. I don't think I would. No. I'm, I'm not super interested in that, mainly just because they're not known for like they were not created to be super nuanced yeah i mean i i'm such a sucker for like we're doing a shakespeare play again but this time it's set in the near future on a spaceship Mm. and i'm like i do love space cool and it's like that can't possibly work but like there's such fun characters and blah 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 just give it to me anyway (laughs) but and this is so like yeah, slice of life. I mean, there's not a whole lot of nuance with no. the Archie characters. What would you do? So, um, cowboys. <gasps> <laughs> yes. Maybe that's the episode title. Um, cowboys. Um, cowboys. Yeah, I that's think, good. I think I do cowboys. I don't know why. Yeah. I've just been kind of into westerns lately. Oh, really? I've always been kind of interested in westerns, mm. uh, even though I don't actually know that much about them. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of love the aesthetic. Mm. So I would have it be cowboys. Yeah, that's it. Nice. <laughs> but everyone's a cowboy. Yes. There's n- there's no other job. 
No. Everyone's a cowboy. You're a cowboy or you're a horse? <laughs> oh my god, the Southside Serpents come into town, they roll up on, like, their horses and their black hats, yes. and they're just, the town ain't big enough for the both of us, and they gotta duel it. Yes! <laughs> oh my god. Archie's the horse. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. He's about as useful as a horse. <laughs> that's a disservice to horses. That's really, that's valid. Horses are very who useful gets the, animals. Who gets the old whorehouse fracture? What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought, I I must have yabbed about this to someone else. Um, there's um, brothels in, like, the, the old west were, like, pretty integral. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would get raided pretty often. Right. Um, and so... The whore- that sucks for them. <laughs> yeah. So the whorehouse fracture is um, what dudes would get when they were in the middle of something. <gasps> oh, God. And, no, no, no. It's not that bad. It's okay. not about their dick. <laughs> okay. Um, they're in the middle of something, and they're like, fuck, I have to go. And so they would jump from the second level to the ground oh, and bare God. feet. <laughs> and they would fracture their ankle. Oh, my God. The whorehouse fracture. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it went from... Being absolutely horrified to, oh. I mean, their dicks are probably still out, but yeah, that, you know, it was the Wild West. <laughs> I mean, whose dick wasn't out, you know? <laughs> Fellas! <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Well, we've done it again. Done well, for the first time, actually. Yeah. Next week, it's right back to business. Right back to business. As right usual. Back to the real uh, show. <coughs> Uh, and, oh my god. Is this the season where we hear about the serial killer, Jean? Oh, gosh. I know we hear about it a lot in season four. Oh, fuck. I don't remember if we hear about it in season two. Okay. Um. That's like the, yeah. No, we wouldn't hear about it much in season two. Okay. But season two is when things start mm. getting, like, stop. <gasps> okay there, Riverdale. Stop. Alrighty. Ugh. Uh, and we may have a guest next week. We'll that's true, that. yeah. yeah. Yeah, we we may or may not have a guest next week. Yes. Which is very exciting. <laughs> um, I love the mystery. Ooh, uh, style. Yeah, and we'll be starting season two, and it will be hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> a compelling ending. <laughs>